to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, I am joined by my husband, John, and we are going to talk about a new book called Eight Dates by um, Mr. and Mrs. Dr. and Dr. Gottman. Um, It's John and Julie Gottman. They are the founders and um, facilitators of the Gottman Institute. They are a married couple who are uh, basically like couples relationship psychologists. They've done a ton of research on couples therapy and pretty much um, they are at the forefront of uh, relationship and couples therapy. They've done multiple different studies on staying together and ways to avoid divorce and um, how to strengthen relationships. And this is their brand new book. It's called Eight Dates and it's basically um, eight essential dates to uh, have better communication with your partner. So whether you've been together for a really long time or if you're a newly married couple, this can be super beneficial for anyone. So hopefully you will get a lot out of this one and it's always fun to sit down with my husband and talk about these things. Um, I have previously done a podcast on a different book that the Gottmans wrote and we really enjoyed kind of breaking that down. So if you missed that one, you can go back and listen. That was the seven principles of marriage. Um, But like I said, this one's called Eight Dates. I am going to take a quick break and when I come back, I will be joined by John and we will get into it. Thanks guys. Hi, and welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and I am joined by my husband, John. Again. Again. I'm old news. <laughs> you are not old news. I'm on all the time. <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> I am due for a hiatus. Well, but I feel like this was one that we definitely had to do together because it's a new book by the Gottmans, and it's called Eight Dates. The Gottmans. Yes, so they're both doctors. They started the Gottman Institute. They were the ones who wrote the book, The Seven Principles, that we did. Oh, yes. Um, Dr. Gottman. They've been doing, like, relationship couples therapy and studies for, like, 40 years. You know, right now, I bet you at the Gottman house, she's saying, you know, I'm so tired of your shit. You know, well, you put on this big facade like you're some type of fucking master relationship and then look at that your own house is falling apart. I, you know. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't believe that. Okay. Because I actually, I've heard them on other podcasts and 
I mean, they seem to be pretty much on the same page. And they also, they both say, you know, we've been in these situations where we've needed, you know, to figure out how to resolve conflict. And, you know, we've, we've actually done these eight dates and, you know. Right. Well, if they have their own institute, they must be freaking <laughs> smart. We should yes. start the John and Jen Institute. Yeah? Yeah. I think we did. It's called the Better Podcast. <laughs> um, okay. So, like I said, it's called Eight Dates. And it's um, like essential conversations for a lifetime of love. Eight conversations for a lifetime of love. Yes. And we're going to go through the eight conversations. We are. Interesting. So, because I have no idea what these eight conversations are. Well, I kind of mentioned them to you earlier, but I didn't really go into depth. Okay. So basically, um, they studied conversation-based dates. That the whole idea was that it would result in more understanding and commitment, and kind of give you sort of the the bedrock to talk about these kind of difficult conversations but like essential conversations stuff that you know I think you and I probably would take for granted the fact that there are couples out there who don't openly talk about sex like they don't get into depth about you know what they expect from each other in that area or um, they don't talk about trust you know in a in a deep dive kind of a way so I think it's easy when you do have open communication about stuff like that to take for granted the fact that there's a lot of people out there who don't. Okay. Um, so one of the things that they said that I thought was really interesting is that, you know, true love is not about having everything in common, but it's more knowing how to address the core differences that you have and being able to appreciate those in the other person. So some of these conversations you might not be completely on the same page about, but being able to to talk it through, like why do you think that? And you know, vice versa, like you asked me why I believe that particular thing and understanding where that comes from. Can I ask you a serious question that might cause a little friction? Oh. Sure. <laughs> you, want, you want me to do it here? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, I mean, I mean, I know you read a lot of self-help books, relationship books. And sometimes I get the feeling that when you do all this research, that you're thinking that our relationship has cracks in the foundation. Hang on. Let okay. me finish my thought. Go ahead. Let me work all the way through it. Okay. Where I, on the other hand, go through it like it's almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we have, have minor squabbles, but they're far and far few in between. Mm-hmm. They're short-lived. Um, so sometimes I scratch my head going, what does she think this relationship <laughs> is that... She's read every fucking Gottman Institute book and <laughs> Men from Mars, Women from Venus, and Love Language. And it's almost like you're trying to keep the marriage afloat. No. I, okay, for, can, I, can I go? Yeah. Okay. 
So first of all, I, I really do a lot of this stuff because I like to talk about it for our episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, I think that... I. I, I never think that it's a bad thing to have a good way to communicate. So even though I think that we do a great job, I don't think that there's cracks that, you know, like we're keeping afloat or whatever. It's more that I think, you know, how can it always, how can we make it always better and, you know, be the best we can be, you know? Okay. And I think that you would probably agree with me that... So we're not taking on water? No. (laughs) No. Just just wanted to clarify. But I think that you would agree that, you know, we do communicate differently. And we do have, like, such different minds that, you know, the same situation, you'll be thinking one thing and I'll be thinking the complete opposite. Yeah, but that's... That goes back to the basics, which men are from Mars, women from Venus. That's just not you and me. According to that book, that's the whole fucking... Right. Both sexes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I would, you know, that's why I would do more research or, you know, read more or try to understand how to communicate myself better. Just because I know that, that you're not on the same page as me a lot of times and I want to be able to communicate myself better but I think you communicate just fine I mean you open your mouth words come out and I understand them I mean (laughs) I don't know much more complex it has to be okay but um, like for instance when you talk about how you know something will be bothering me and you will have already forgotten about it Right. A lot of times I'm just taking that on within myself and thinking like, I wonder what he's thinking about this or, you know, whatever. But because I have figured out that, you know, through reading books and stuff like that, that you're, you're probably not even thinking about it anymore. I'm not thinking about it anymore. And there was a time when I was never, when I would never even communicate that with you. Oh, but now I understand, like, I need to open my mouth and say, like, I'm still thinking about this. Are you? Okay. All right. Just a question. <laughs> and okay, we're mean, on, like, the 15th freaking episode of relationship <laughs> fucking repair here. Okay. Well, it's not really repair. To, like, send me a message here. No, this one's not repair. Well, okay. Maintenance. It's really just... Maintenance. How's yeah, that? Yeah, maintenance. Relationship maintenance. So that's not a bad thing. I All mean, right, yeah. like... Like anything that you so have this, to maintain. So this is like a... Just because you got an oil change 3,000 miles ago doesn't mean it's going to last. I long. was just going to say, so this is like 100,000 mile maintenance here <laughs> yes. for us. Yes. Got it. <laughs> okay. Got it. So um, with that, the eight dates. I'll start with the first date. Okay. So this is a date that we go out, even though we've been married together for 21 years, we go on a date... And this topic would be like, okay, this is what we're going to discuss at today's date. Right. Like, this is the theme of the date. Okay. So, if no matter what happens on this date, that's one subject that we have to talk about. Okay. You know? Can I ask... And it doesn't have to be like, you know, like today's trust and commitment day. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. right. Okay. 
So you can keep it pretty lighthearted. Right. And some of these are really lighthearted. Are they? Okay. So. All right. You know, I'll, I'll withhold comments till I get through eight and then I, I, I'll recap okay. my thoughts. But I think that you should also keep in mind that not everyone is us. And if anything, you know, this might be more beneficial to people who it wouldn't come naturally for them to talk about things. Right. You know, like more heavy subjects or, or you know, they just never talked about it before. So they would need like a little nudge like, oh, we're going to do this book or whatever. Right? I get it. Okay. So the first date is about trust and commitment. Trust and commitment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So cherishing each other, showing up and accepting your partner's flaws and differences and being able to count on them and trust them. So I was thinking like... (coughs) A fun thing to do on that particular date would be like the our Hell's Kitchen challenge. So you know how we did that date where we um, blind blind taste test. Yeah, blind taste test. Wait a minute. What what's the subject on this date? Trust and commitment. So trust and commitment, and we're gonna we're gonna stick strange food in each other's mouth. <laughs> Right. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm well, this is the, just my uh, my thought. You can, you know, any any couple can choose whatever they want to do on that particular date. But, you know. Right. But I'm missing the connection in that exercise. Trust. I trust that you're not going to put something disgusting in, in my mouth. Well, of course not. I'm not <laughs> going to take a freaking Stanley turd and think it's <laughs> hilarious that I stick it in your mouth. But no, but you see, what I, see where I'm going with that? I guess so. I mean, you could. What What would you do on a date that was the the subject? Was I don't trust know. And what, it says trust and commitment. I thought we'd have a conversation of, do you trust me? When do you not trust me? Other yeah. there ever been a time that you haven't trusted me? Uh, what is commitment to you? Do you feel like you're work? We're in, we're committed to each other. What is commitment? What's your definition? <laughs> Right. Well, no, we are going to have that conversation, but oh. you have to have some kind of a date. Oh, well, right. I thought we were doing we're doing this over drinks and over over dinner or something like that. That's what I'm assuming. Well, I've got, you know, there's eight dates that we oh. that we're going to do. Okay, so. but are we out or we don't have to be out? Okay, all right. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, Let, you don't you necessarily through. have to be out. Got it's it. just like choose something fun to do that you know kind of goes with the theme. Okay. So, do you have a different idea of what you should be doing on a date that's, like, trust and commitment? Like, uh, skydiving? <laughs> no, because that's that's not a matter of trust in you or you trust in me. That's a matter of trust in a fucking mechanical device. That's a whole other story. Right. Yeah. So, it's really up to the couple what they want to do. But okay. that was just my... I was thinking, like, I have to trust you. Right. <laughs> to not give me something that you know I don't like. Right. Like, to me, it'd be like, I trust you in to go into an, a, a bar looking super hot, having guys hit on you, and you wouldn't go home with them. Right. That's yeah. my idea of trust. Okay. I wouldn't worry about it. Sending you off to a date with a new boyfriend because I'm not even remotely worried that you would... What? Or nothing. What's that look? A new boyfriend. No, that you, the, old, the new boyfriend. No, 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 no the, the boyfriend. <laughs> you, you know, the the old squeeze you used to have the car dealer guy. Remember, you went on a date, you went on a lunch date with him. Oh, an old boyfriend. Uh, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> a new one. I, I meant old one. Right. Yeah. 
Um, you and that damn look. So, sorry. <laughs> um, so some of the questions that you could ask each other, you brought up a whole bunch, but um, two of them that I had was, what does trust mean to you? And um, what would cause you to lose trust? Okay. So. Are these questions you want me to answer? Um, if you want to. Okay. I mean, trust is to me, I'm not worried that you're going to be doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Um, what would cause you to lose trust? You doing something you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know I'm a simpleton, but I mean, that that's, that's it in layman's terms for me. Right. I feel like I'm missing something though. No. Oh. You're good. Okay. I mean, it's really up to the couples to kind of make this whatever, you know. I feel like the Gottmans would be disappointed with my answers. They're like, John, you got to dig deeper now. <laughs> okay? You know? Well, maybe someday we'll meet the Gottmans. <laughs> All right. All right. If you, want, if, you, if you want to meet the Gottmans, I'll meet the Gottmans. Do they have like a Gottmans Institute where we yeah. go? Where you, couples go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do Where's it at? Different... I, Okay, I'm not exactly sure. It might be in Seattle. Oh, fuck. I'm not exactly sure. Horrible. But um, they live on that little island off of Seattle. Oh. I don't so know I think called. it might be there. But um, And then you go with all these other couples and then Well, you go I think your... you can choose what you know, what your experience is. So whether Is there any like maybe some tests that come on that Maybe some temptation <laughs> test to see if you pass. <laughs> I, Something I, interesting, like Survivor. Like Survivor. Well, I imagine if people are going to the, the Gottman Institute, they probably really need help. You oh, know? yeah. So, I, but they have like, um, you know, two like weekend, you know, uh, sabbatical type therapy sessions, you know. So you might go like for a couple hours or whatever and... You probably have to do certain exercises together. You give the fall back and I catch you. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I haven't done that much research into the Institute, unless you want me to. No, I, I mean, <laughs> it, I guess if it was really, really high in, in, in importance that I go, I would probably go just for you. <laughs> but yeah, if, you, if you're waiting for me, like, why don't you fucking look into the Gottman Institute? I think it'd be good for us to go there for, like, two weeks. Two weeks. And dive into our feelings. I with, don't even want to go there for With other weeks. couples and hear what issues they have. No, I don't even want to go there. It sounds weeks. horrible. I was being completely <laughs> sarcastic. All right. Um, okay, so date number two. Date number two. Is... Oh, hey, now you didn't answer number one. What, what's trust and commitment to you? Oh, um, well, yeah, honey, this is not just, you <laughs> fucking aim the questions, the turret in my direction. What does trust mean to me? It means that I'm not worried that you would do something that would hurt me. Okay. And Makes I guess sense. kind of commitment is the same, you know, that you're, I, I would think commitment too is that like you, sh- you, you support me, you show up for me. I can count on you. I just told you I'd go to the fucking Gottman Institute for you. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. So that is that's commitment. Commi- that's commitment. Um, what would cause me to lose trust? Obviously, if I, you know, caught you in a bunch of lies and, you know, I found out you were doing things that I, you know, you know that I'm not okay with. Right. I couldn't get away with it. Like, you got a problem with that? <laughs> no. I think you pretty much know. <laughs> I know. 
So, okay, date number two is um, conflict. So the myth that you'll never fight, that, you know, conflict actually serves a purpose and it's an opportunity to get to know your mate and develop deeper intimacy and work through differences in a healthy way. What was our chaplain that married us? Conflict resolution. Right, what was his name? Um, Dr. or um, Doctor. Mr. Sneath. Yes. Pastor Sneath. Pastor Sneath. He worked with the new girl that is, I work with, uh, Heather, that's the facilities manager. Oh. She was there at the Coast Guard. She worked there when we went there for, when he married us. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, how weird. Yeah. Well, small world. Small world. But yeah, that was his big thing, conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. And I think it is because, you know, like we've discussed previously about, you know, withdrawal and, um, you know, the differences in you need to walk away and I want to pursue you and you know what I mean? And I'm sure that that's probably why that was such a big deal to him because he did understand that we were going to have... Uh, differences in the way that we, you know, resolve conflict. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, he put us through the the ringer, but I remember driving away from that going, don't you feel bad that you just, he gives examples like, okay, <laughs> in, in times like this and when you, when this happens, you're like, yeah, that doesn't happen. Or like, have you talked about this? We're like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> we beat that one to death next. Yeah. Yeah. I, and we were his first guy. wedding, so he, I'm sure he was sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> well, no, not, not he, he wouldn't have said that. He, no, he wouldn't have. <laughs> no, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. I talked to him not too long ago. Yeah. Okay, so um, possibilities for that date okay. would be maybe going to a coffee shop or on a walk somewhere where you could actually like have a real conversation. Oh. Um, and discussing your common conflicts, asking why is that important to you. You know, and like the things that you are pretty steadfast about, you know, I'm, I want this particular thing to happen and it's not happening. And instead of it just being like a stalemate, asking, you know, okay, I understand that you want that. I don't want it, but why is it important to you? And um, how can we either resolve this or compromise in a way that we're we're both okay with it and we can kind of walk away and both feel good. And we handle that on the walk. Yeah. On that date. Oh. Or, or also talking about, you know, when there is a conflict, how, how are you going to fight about it in a healthy way? So when we argue, does it scare you if I'm yelling and, you know, and what does that, what kind of signal does that send to you? I'm trying to remember the last time you actually yelled. <laughs> I don't think I've ever yelled. I don't think, <laughs> even when I peed the washing machine, I... I oh, I didn't yell. I just had major disappointment on my face. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I think I, that is what I said. What are you doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, and we and we resolved that. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't peed in the washing machine since. Well, I think it was probably pretty understood that that wasn't an appropriate behavior. <laughs> well, it was certainly not behavior that I knew I was behaving that way. I thought I was completely somewhere else. But yeah. Anyway, that's for another day. <laughs> Um, that would be a good podcast. Worst moment pod, podcast. Yeah, that was a yeah, it was a, a low low moment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So, what other questions do you think you would ask on the conflict date? Um, I would on a conflict date. I would ask maybe what is it when I seem to just brush over it, the conflict. Like, mm-hmm. All right, you have your opinion, I have mine. Yours can't be right or wrong, mine can't be right or wrong. We'll agree to disagree. And to me, that's conflict resolution, where you like to do a deep dive <laughs> right. into the inner feelings. <laughs> you know, you want to get microscopic. Yes. And uh, to me, I mean, I, I, again, I mean, don't, Show me the labor. Don't show me the afterbirth. Just show me the baby. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you look confused. No, I'm waiting. I'm at, I'm is there a question in there? No, I'm, I, I, I use it just from... Okay, what caused the conflict? Mm-hmm. All right? Give me your point of view. I'll give you my point of view. We'll see if we can come to some happy medium. Mm-hmm. But then we'll wipe the slate clean and then we just move on. Okay. I mean, to me, that just seems. No, sometimes it's easier said than done. Right. If I cheated on you, I'm sure we could. Like, all right, give me your point of view. I'll give you my point of view. All right, you good? I'm good. All right, let's go on. Yeah, no. Let's go to dinner. Not good. No. <laughs> my point of view is you're a dirty dog. If I cheat on you, do you think you can get over it? Um, no. It would be a it would be a game ender. I mean, it would be very difficult for me to get over. Well, because you know that aside from the actual act itself, you know that it's it's such a sticking point for me that it would be like I mean, you literally took the worst thing, one of the worst things, and did it anyway, and that means that like. There, there's no other way for you to disrespect me any worse than that, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, that makes perfect sense. But I think too, like if I did something that that I know is like a huge deal breaker for you, it would maybe not be as much about that as it is about the fact that you knew that this was like so hurtful, but you did it anyway. Got it. You know understand so that is that one the third date is sex and intimacy this is your favorite date yes <laughs> do tell so you want to talk openly about your sex life your likes your dislikes um your fantasies you want to maybe uh, so this would actually be like your most romantic date so you would want to do like candle at dinner or you know like uh picnic in front of the fireplace or something like that you know something that like inspires romance sure um a bath a bath maybe always good um 
and maybe you would play like a truth or dare game or you could make a yes no maybe list all of these we've done um you could talk about how you feel about your partner masturbating like is that okay with you how do you feel about that um maybe you could talk about like what what you talked about as children like with your parents or like growing up like did you feel shame to you know like openly talk about sex was that okay in your family um are you okay opening up to your partner about the your likes and dislikes um is there something you've been holding back so just a few of mine well um Okay, I mean, when I think, what, no, what, what's, the, what's the subject again? It's sex and intimacy. Sex and intimacy, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I maybe mean, like what that means to you. Like what does intimacy mean to you? Because it's different. It's different than sex. Yes. I mean, to me, intimacy is just, just the, the, the tender moments, you mm-hmm. know, where you're upset. So like, try to console you or something hurts and I try to fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's intimacy. You understanding when I'm, you know, gone so much because I don't like being gone so much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, that, to me, that's intimacy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Understanding. Yeah. Um, and as far as like sex goes... You know, being able to have an open conversation about like, anal, you know, has honey. I'm so. Oh my god! Really? (laughs) I mean, that would probably be on the yes, no, maybe list. Yes. Well, I know what I know what I know what block that is anyway. So anyway. Um. (laughs) But I mean, those are probably things too that like there's a lot of couples out there that haven't actually had like an open conversation about, you know, is this okay with you? Is that okay with you? Right. Like they're probably hiding the fact that they, you know, jack off in the bathroom upstairs. <laughs> like <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> and if your spouse is telling you that they don't, it's probably a big fat lie. It's certainly a lie. If the guy tells you he doesn't. Right. I think there's, I mean, I would say there's probably a good percentage of women, too. I would, yeah. Well, you, you tell me. I mean, of all your friends. Oh, we get, openly talk about it. I know, but time. do you have any that say, I don't do that? No, none. Every one of them. Every one of them. Yeah. We talk about toys. Wow. Like, what, you know. You're some, you stylish or some dirty women. <laughs> I've said that a couple times. Like, I, some of the conversations you tell me you had with these girls are like, holy shit. <laughs> It is yeah. far more intense than any conversations I have. Oh, yeah. I hear a lot of good stuff. Wow. A lot of good stuff. Have you ever heard anything that really fucking floored you? Like, you do what? Mm, no. Oh. I mean, I nothing that's floored me. Oh. I mean, there's definitely, like, some people who are much more open than others. You know, I have one particular like, friend ever- at work that... She's a very open. Really? <laughs> Extremely open. Like, do you know any couples that, that you found out, like, they're swingers? Mm, no. I oh. haven't 
I haven't heard that one. Do you have, I mean, we've heard rumors before about... Do you have any friends where if you found out they were swingers, it would absolutely drop you to your knees in shock? Yes, for sure. And do you have some that, like, yeah, I saw that one coming. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm I, thinking of one couple in particular that if, if it came out that they were, it'd be like, yeah, we had you pegged. Yeah, this is... But <laughs> This is a, a well-kept secret, I think. Because they don't crack. Right. Yeah. We've tried. We've tried. <laughs> Literally tried. We, we've tried to get it out of them, and they have dug their heels in. Yeah. We even tempted in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Huh. And we're like, what's wrong with us, man? No, I think it was like, what's, you were saying, what's wrong with you? And, what's wrong, and I was like, what's wrong with you? Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's a fun one, and obviously, hopefully that date ends in the right way. <laughs> um, so the number four would be work and money. Oh. So that's your next date. And for that one, I thought it would be fun if you either, like, maybe if you cooked together and then played, like, Monopoly or some kind of a game, you know, where you could have a conversation but still be doing something fun um and the questions that you might want to ask each other is maybe about like your family history like you know how did you grow up what part did money play in your in your childhood you know how did your parents deal with their money um and also you know they were saying in the book that obviously money conflict is is a huge one it's like the number one reason you know people fall apart you know when i tell people that we have separate checking accounts that floor is a lot of people really yeah it really does (laughs) i find that so hard to believe why wouldn't you want like your own i don't know i guess it comes down to well yeah but it's what yours is his and his is yours so why would you just combine them because I don't need to know how much you spend on a golf club and you don't need to know how much I spend at Target. Yeah. I think it keeps us from having arguments. I, really. I don't ever remember arguing about money. Do you? Well, and I think that it's probably because we have separate accounts. Yeah. But also, to be fair, we didn't have small children together. You know, we each had already had our kids and maybe it's different if... You, you know, have one spouse who's on maternity leave or, right. you know, has to buy like in bulk for, for kids. Correct. Yeah. I, okay. I can, I, I mean, I can definitely see where it could be a contentious topic because mm-hmm. it is for a lot of couples. If we had a house full of kids and I had to go to the grocery store, it, I wouldn't want to take that out of just my money. I would think that that would be something that we well, would take out of our money. Of course. So... But I mean, that's probably different. We drop like six hundred dollars a month at Costco every month, <laughs> I know and it was just two of us, and it was a fucking head scratcher. <laughs> well, you got a fancy new refrigerator the last time. I know, I know, you're right, you're right. Um, but I do think that maybe having your own small account. I mean, I, I don't see how that could be bad. Like just for your own stuff. Like, does your husband really need to know how much you spend on skincare? No. And it's probably keeping you both happy not to know. I must, when I'm gone and that ring doorbell goes on, <laughs> and there's the fucking Amazon guy, 
Right. Never once do I think, what the fuck did she buy now? Never. You don't? No. Oh, good. I was like, what does an Amazon guy look like? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I know, when something comes to the door for you, I'm like, okay, does this have to do with a Harley or golf? It's usually one or the other. It really is. <laughs> or what? Um, or football. Or cowboy football. True. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, what jersey did you order from China? Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. going to be eight sizes too small. Yeah. Bad idea. <laughs> okay. So, um, but like I was saying, money tends to be like a really crazy topic for people. And it's very difficult for some couples. So this is a date where you discuss these things. Right. And if you are having conflict in that area, um, one of the questions that they wanted you to ask each other was, um, because money conflict doesn't always doesn't really have to do with money. It has to do with your relationship to money. Uh. So if you're like, I mean, for instance, personally, you're a saver and I may not be a saver. So what is your relationship to money? You feel like money is security. Is that fair to say? Yes. I like to have a good nest egg always sitting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's important to me. Yes. In case something happens. Right. Right. So that was probably something that was like instilled in you when you were younger maybe you saw the absence of that or maybe that was something like like your grandfather was definitely a saver a total saver because he saved everything okay so yeah you can see where that probably you know rubbed off on you did i ever tell you the time that bobby and i were over there and he had this great big barrel of fucking pine cones mm. and i said gramps what are you doing all the these pine cones and he looked at me, he goes, well, they're pine cones, Johnny. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know they're pine cone grabs, pine cones. That's why I said, what do you do with all the pine cones? Mm-hmm. And all he kept saying is, well, well, they're pine cones. He literally couldn't get past that. <laughs> like, you don't throw away good pine cones. He never explained what he was going to do with these pine cones. It's so funny. Well, you told me the story about how he picked up a shoe on the side of the road. Oh, no, no. Well. Because he thought... And you were like, why would you just pick up one shoe? And he said, because someday I might find the other one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or when he drops me off like freaking like 500 yards from a piece of wood that he saw on the road. <laughs> and I had to march back in the cold to get it because he didn't want to mess with his transmission and back the truck up. <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can see where that like saver mentality came from. Then. Correct. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like because I didn't get a lot when I was younger as a child, you know, we were, we didn't have any money. So now I feel like if I can have it, why, why wouldn't I? Yeah. You and know? I, and I don't fault you for that at all. I, I want you to get everything that you want. It well, makes me happy when you can have... When I can go to Vegas and I win and I come back with a Louis Vuitton. I love that too. I know. <laughs> I need another trip to Vegas. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. 
<laughs> you really do. Listen to all the guys out there like, did, did she just say you really should go to Vegas? <laughs> if it means to stop at the Louis Vuitton Well, store, I, there's then... no guarantee I win if I can get the Louis well, Vuitton. Well, you Sometimes gotta try. Get you my can't win kit. if you don't try. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You're the best. Oh, you're the best. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. So another one is, um, another, just one more quick question for that would be like, maybe how much, how much do you expect me to tell you about money? So if I want to spend $50, do I have to tell you? And if not, if I spend 500, do I have to tell you like at what point? You know, do you well, feel like we should have a conversation I mean, about purchase, what I'm spending? Big purchases, you know, mm-hmm. are, should be discussed. But I mean, I don't, I don't care if you if you save up and buy a, a, an extra, extravagant item. I mean, mm-hmm. I might wonder. Well, okay, how did you get the money for that? Mm-hmm. Like, have you been putting away for that, or right, uh, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. You know, are you got a little side gig going on that I don't know about? <laughs> right, right. So yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, if it's like a big purchase, I I would think that you would want to discuss it with me. Of course. Okay, so the next one, date number five, is family. So you want to talk about, um, if you're like a new couple, maybe you're talking about like, are you having children? If so, when? How many? Um, if you're, you know, an established couple or maybe if it's a second marriage and you need to talk about, you know, how you want to deal with your stepchildren, you know, how to discipline what you expect from your, uh, your spouse, like, are they supposed to discipline, you know, what does discipline entail? Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. That's a really good one. But I mean, and I think we, you know. Went through that very, very effectively. Yeah, I think, well, we had really easy kids for that. We did. Um, But I also, I mean, it was very helpful for us that both of our exes were still involved. And easy. Correct. (laughs) Easy going and friendly and... um, Yeah, because that's not the norm. Right. So that's, you know, another subject that maybe you want to talk about is... um, And actually, we just had a conversation with... um, some friends of ours who, well, they started out as listeners and they became friends. So Randy and Cindy. Oh, I just met Randy and Cindy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Down in Oklahoma. I had a great time with them. I just came back from that trip last late last night and I was able to spend time with them and I went to dinner with them and went golf with Randy and he well. freaking beat the brakes off me in golf. <laughs> like I knew he was going to, but he took me to his country club. We drank beer, ate popcorn. Yeah. yeah how fabulous. They started out as listeners. Yep. And, um, and they listen to every podcast. And I love it. I know. And now they're going to be our friends. They're great people. <laughs> I love them. Um, but he was saying that he was so shocked that I was doing a podcast episode with your ex-wife. Yes. And... That, you know, that would have sent chills down his spine. And you did one with Charles. No, I haven't done one oh, yet. Oh, you were supposed to do one yeah, with Charles. Yeah, I will, though. Um, but we were saying, oh, well, we didn't we didn't even think twice about it, you right. know? yeah. <laughs> but it's just, you know, your relationship to your exes. Not everybody has, like, a great situation. So, 
Would you ever do a podcast with an ex-boyfriend? Um, I mean, I why not? Oh, sure. Would you <laughs> Would you ever do a podcast with an ex-girlfriend of mine? Um, would I? Sure. No, you would not. You lie. Um, but it would be more that I was trying to get information. Oh my god. <laughs> No, I don't want to be friends with any of your exes, except Linda. Well, you are friends with Linda. I know. Yeah. But now, I could be friends with all of yours. I have nicknames for a lot of your ex-girlfriends. I know you do. <laughs> we won't even go into that because <laughs> one of them's kind of racist. No, it is not. Not racist. It's not racist. Osama? Well, I mean, her name's Asama. So, <laughs> right, but you call her Osama. But that's not racist. That's just the fact that he was a like, you know, a stone cold a, killer. Yeah, a oh. terrible person, <laughs> a bad human being. I get it. Um. Yeah. Don't say I'm racist. God. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, but Osama. Okay, but her, she is. Pa- she was Pakistani. So well, but that has Osama. nothing to do with it. That okay. has nothing to do with right. it. I know you're not a racist. No. Okay, so um, so that one was family. Do you have any other questions for that one? Um, Maybe um, about how your parents raised, how your parents were. You know, what what did they teach you? Maybe it was positive. Maybe it was negative. Yeah, you know, also in there I would put being able to tap into the minds of the kids to say, okay, what are your feelings? Like, I look at, Jen one way, but how do you look at her? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Do you think she's a gold digger? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that she is uh, attentive enough? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But I've d- we've done all that. Yeah. but And I think that those are important questions for kids who are, like, old enough to yeah, answer you're right. yeah, well. Obviously. But Well, no, I think it's even... Fair to ask small children, you know, how is, how is she, how are you getting along with her? Right. What do you like the most about her? What do you like the least about her? Yeah. You know? Well, I like those questions. Yeah. I, because I think, you know, sometimes that kids are so not wanting you to date somebody else. Like they're so used to having you to themselves or whatever that sure. they would, you know, and I think next to use money, the opportunity. I think next to money, that's gotta be another freaking sore subject in a relationship. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Exes and kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I feel sorry for people who don't get along. With oh, it's terrible. And, and most don't. Right. That's sad. It's stupid too. It makes it so much easier. It, yeah. Well, we're, we've had the good fortune of having exes that are very rational. Totally. And very easy to, to, to deal with. Yeah. Okay. So the sixth state is fun and adventure. Oh, so like rock climbing. Like rock climbing. And I actually wrote that down. Oh, uh, I know you did. <laughs> So on this one, you want to appreciate your differences, embrace your similarities, and build joy in your relationship. And so your um, possibilities for this date would be rock climbing. Rock climbing, going on a hike, going on a motorcycle ride. I have hiked down as well. Well, do you have a motorcycle ride? Um, no, but that's a really good idea. Um, 
maybe exploring a new part of town, a new relationship, or a new... Um, Ooh, a new relationship. No, a do, new neighborhood. Do, do tell a Freudian, Freudian slip. <laughs> Whoops. I meant... Let's new, go back to uh, trust and commitment. <laughs> I meant a new neighborhood. I, I, want your li- I want your listeners to know who brought that one up. <laughs> who slipped that, let that one slip out. Uh, a new neighborhood is what I meant to say. Um... And things you'd like to try together. So you would want to ask, you know, you know is there... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Am I? Dirty. Dirty, Johnny. Um, so maybe there's like a sport or an activity you'd like to try. <laughs> I won't say Your it. Your partner, stop. <laughs> we already went through the sex and intimacy part. You're getting a little flush. <laughs> Am I? Because we keep bringing up anal and just... my butt cheeks are clenching. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's in the no block, not the maybe block. Anyway. Um, but if you'd like to try like rock climbing or if you've always wanted to go skydiving or... You well, know, I've done all like those things, but I mean, I don't know if I would want because I well, there's certain things that I know you could not do, right? On a date, you couldn't go on a boat. Correct. You probably certainly couldn't jump out of a fucking perfectly good airplane. Hell no. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but like recently, we were out on another date, and I said, "Oh, I'd love to go um, to a shooting range." Yes. So, like that, you know, that kind of thing. We got to do that. Yeah. We, we got to get you some freaking range time. Well, that'll be our date six. Fun and adventure. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, date number seven is growth and spirituality. Okay. So, um, talking about how you, you know, you could possibly change and I mean, it's pretty inevitable that at some point in your relationship, you're going to change slightly right? and you're obviously going to grow older. Yep. And, um, and what does that mean? You know, how are you going to deal with that? And like, you know, except you don't grow older. I do though. Remember when the, the pastor said, you know, John's not always going to be as dapper and John's not always going to be this, you know, youthful and beautiful or whatever but you are and you have been <laughs> so i'm still waiting for that i mean i look in the mirror it's like well he's fucking right on, on half of that no that's not true but it you know it really does make sense like you're not always going to be you know you're not always going to look like you did the day you got married you're yeah. not always going to have that same mentality of you know if you got married at 25 you're probably not going to have the same mentality at 45. You know, I just spent um, a day, actually two days, with Rachel's parents, mm-hmm. Cheryl and Mike. And I am telling you, talk about the most awesome couple. I mean, these two they just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And talk about just pure salt of the earth good people that you can just see when they when they talk about each other in just their relationship um it, it is just i mean you couldn't write a script of a more perfect relationship in my opinion 
than these two. Wow. And they're just high praise. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they're just great people, and I was so glad I got a chance to, 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 to go out to eat with them. And every time I go to Oklahoma City, I see them, and I, I, I truly enjoy those moments with them because they're just great, great people. Mm-hmm. You know. It's nice. So, um, but so basically, what you're getting at is the fact that they've been together for 50 years and they still talk about each other in exactly. a really positive way. In a very positive way. Nice. So, um, but then also that would be that on that date you would also want to talk about um, religion or spirituality, what that means to you, how has it changed, how did you grow up, you know. As a child, were your parents religious? Did they force you to go to church? Did you want to go to church? What, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I think that's a, a very, a very important topic and things that have to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Especially, I can see where that could be in a, a topic of conflict as well. Yeah. Where one is much more spiritual than the other one, and the other one's trying to pull the other one either away or towards right so yeah and that's like a moral a morality issue yeah for sure okay final date final date is date eight date eight dreams Ooh. so what were your dreams what are your dreams i know what your dreams are and i know they usually consist of what well, you, I'm always fucking up in your dreams. No, not literally. Like, I'm sleeping dreams. Oh! Like, what are your dreams for your life? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, and it's really, like, honoring the other person's dreams. Like, you know, what um, What are your big and small dreams? Do you want to, when do you want to retire? You know, do you see yourself where do you want switching to re- jobs? Where do you want to retire at? Do you want to move? Right. Um, and maybe talking to about like what did you see yourself doing when you were a kid, and you know how does that relate to what you're doing now? And maybe like when you were, if you could go back, like what would you do differently? That kind of thing. So. I think we had several podcasts where we discussed that if you could go back in time, you know, what would you do? Where would you go? Who would you be with? Right. You know, yeah. so is that kind of that would same topic? Would you do topic? something different? Yeah. But, I mean, also, you know, looking into the future as like, how can I, how can I help you with any, anything that you're thinking, you know, is really a dream of yours that you would like to Are our dreams compatible? Right. Yeah. And if they're not, how can we compromise to make them that way? <laughs> right? Yeah. Makes perfect sense. But, you know, just honoring the other person. Like, it, you know, oh, you don't want to do this job anymore. You'd like to go back to school or whatever. You know, I will help you and facilitate you to be able to do that. Right. Um, and for that date, I was thinking, like, that would be a fun date to, you know, if you're, like, into camping like go camping overnight in a tent or go to a hotel for the night or maybe go to like a really great museum you know that just sounded like it would be a good one for dreams yeah <laughs> well or, or going to dc remember we did the family trip out to dc yeah one of the monuments yeah yeah that's a fun one yeah no i mean i i i, I get it i mean i i can see where those are good talking points and have the topics already mapped out, 
you know, you, but you really got to have buy-in from both parties mm-hmm. to have these types of discussions. Because sometimes when you think, okay, date, you think, all right, this is going to be fun because it's a date. Right, and it should be. It should be. Right, but some of those topics can get kind of, you know. Well, maybe they're heavy. Yeah. But um, I think the whole idea, too, is to take a heavy topic and turn it into, like, oh, we're going to go on a date night. And, you know, this is just one thing that we need to to talk about on this date. But otherwise, it's a reason to get out of the house and, right. you know, do something fun or plan something together, you know. You should have been a therapist. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you are a therapist in, in some ways, in some sense of the word. Well, I mean, amateur. Amateur. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think you're a good one. Well, thank you. Well, thanks for doing this topic with me. Of course, homie. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I what mean, date are we doing today? Uh, which one is sex and anal? Which one? Is <laughs> sex and intimacy. In, what, I, that's what you I meant. You and your anal I'm today. Kidding. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I sex and intimacy. Yeah, okay, we'll do that one today. All right. Are you, are, are you on board? <laughs> I'm on board. All right. Yeah, I've been gone a long time. <laughs> yes. Um, well, thank you. Of course, Juan. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Randy and Cindy, for being our number one listeners. And, and Mike and Cheryl also listen to this. So oh, well, thank, thank you, you guys. Well. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't followed me on Instagram, please do so with Better Be Podcast. I also have a Facebook page and, um, you can DM me if you want to ask a question or maybe suggest a topic for us. We really appreciate that. Thanks to, um, Amber and Callie for getting back to me and telling me different series that they watch. I really appreciate that feedback. They did? What was series? It was something that was like a teenage show, but it's called Sex Education, and it's about like some teenage kid whose mom is a sex educator, and they end up giving her advice to their friends at oh. school. So I'm going to have to look into that one. It's on Netflix. Oh, what's it called? Sex Education. Oh, Sex Education. Yeah. Right. So, um, so thank you for your suggestions. And um, anyway, so thanks, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, and we will talk next week. Thanks, honey. Yes, baby. (laughs) Bye, everybody.